My mama always said, always said, always said, always said, always said, Hello, you fucking assholes, and welcome to Life's Not a Box of Chocolates. Guess what? I got the whole house surrounded, so when you come outside, put your hands up. But by the way, I'm Larry Tate. You can't do anything to stop me. Can't do nothing to stop me, assholes. But my voice of God is my Instagram, so you better follow me or else I'm pressing charges by manipulating a situation where you smack me, but I really stabbed you. <laughs> so who's on the right of me? It better not be my one and only, but if he's behind you, you better watch out because I'm taking you down with him, you bitch. Oh my God. All right. Uh, Instagram was Danny Yams. Follow the podcast, IG, and it's also on Facebook and Twitter. That's at B-O-X-C-H-O-C-P-O-D, at Box Chalk Pod. Stay your case, asshole. You can follow me at Anthony M. Vega, and you can follow my second form of ID at Podcast Maniac Ant. You better get that right, because if you're going to follow us, believe me, I'm going to be right behind you. Trust me, I downloaded three different apps to track my baby boy. Shay has been seen around the country on the runways of Macy's, Dillard's, NYFW, PAFW, and the Georgia Bridal Show Tour, just to name a few. As an actress and model, she has been the face of several international advertising campaigns gracing runways, stage play productions, and TV screens, such as her featured role in TV One's Murder. VH1's Daytime Divas, Married to Medicine, The Ricky Smiley For Real Show, I Cheated So What, and The Mike Ben Show. Give it up for the runway diva, Shay Davis. And how are we doing today? <laughs> that was good. That hey, was hey, how's it going, guys? Thank you so much for having me today. Yep. Thank you for coming on. Yes, we appreciate it. So before we start, we just want you to um, tell tell everyone, um, you know, your Instagram um, Facebook, Twitter, or whatever you want to throw out there. Any, any projects, whatever you yeah. want to plug. Anything you want to promote, yeah. All right. So I can be found on all social media outlets at Runway Diva Shay. That's S-H-A-Y. So find me on all those at Runway Diva Shay. My current projects are on hold. Uh, <laughs> yeah, obviously. They know quarantine. But um, I had a, a model boot camp coming up. as well as the rest of the world. We have, the whole world is on basically hold, especially our country, like literally. Yep. Okay, so um, basically from this point, um, we saw from your, your you have a very extensive resume. Uh, you've been, you're a model and actress. You have a, a whole bunch of things that you do. So we basically just want to get uh, your 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 start. How did, did you start off in modeling? Uh, how did you get into, uh, how did you get to where you currently are today? I began modeling when I was about seven or eight years old. My mother put me in it. I was I did some print work um, then, and then kind of growing up, I went to Parmesan and John Casablanca, and then I got with um, Jada Jackson. She was with uh, she was a commentator, and she modeled for Ebony Fashion Fair. 
um, which was a model and took it for the world. And uh, so she taught me uh, some different things. And then I got with some other model and troops, uh, ended up teaching at Bobby Don for a little bit. So that's where the teaching part came in at. Okay. And uh, I did these things. Uh, I, I was born in Flint, Michigan. I grew up in Florida, and I started elementary school in Georgia. So I kind of moved around a lot. Um, so the modeling mostly happened in Michigan and in Florida, but then I decided I wanted to move back to Georgia to kind of expand and grow. Okay. So I moved to Georgia. I kind of started the acting a little bit in Orlando and the radio. And then once I moved to Georgia is when most of the acting, uh, more acting came into play. I began uh, doing different stage plays and different shows. And then the TV card came into play on top of that and a different ad campaign. Now, let me so, let me just stop you real quick. Was there any particular reason that your mom had put you in modeling to begin with? Like, was that something that she had been interested in growing up? Or was it just like a random thing that happened? Well, she told me, like, the day I was born. Oh, the day you were born, you came out. I said you were going to be a model. And so, <laughs> yeah. I'm, not really, I'm not really sure. You know, I guess I had to figure and, you know, I'm cute or whatever. So. <laughs> I got you. <laughs> So let me actually ask you, um, how does something like that, um, how does something like that work where, so she wanted you in modeling. Is that, is that, is there like a, a, a specific place that you can go to, to network with people in order to like get you on, um, like what kind of modeling were you doing at that time? And like, how did it lead you to a runway? So when I was, um, uh, when I was younger, when I was like seven or eight, I was, I was on the front and the back cover of the Forward magazine. Oh, okay. Um, she was with an apartment uh, community uh, and community housing, and so that complex had the front and back. Uh-huh. And so that's you know, like the beginning of that. Um, and then once I met the uh, Ebony Fashion Fair model, like that runway part took off. I had never really done runway seriously before that. Mm-hmm. I actually didn't even walk in heels. I was about 15 or 16 at the time. Right, yeah. And she gave me a pair of like two inch heels and I was struggling like Right, <laughs> yeah. Oh mm-hmm. my God, I saw the walking and she laughed at me but now you can't tell me nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Let me ask you something. Did you do any sort of like pageant stuff or anything like that? Absolutely. She put me in pageants in Michigan. I figured, and yeah. I- from in Georgia as well. I don't, I don't recall whether I wanted it, but I definitely did some pageants and talent shows. Okay. Now, just out of curiosity, was she like one of those um, um, dance moms? Is that how modeling moms are too? Dance moms seem kind of like. Ooh. <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't recall my mother ever like putting the pressure on, like, you better do this. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Um, all right. So, so at that point you were, uh, you had already done, um, runway shows and, and then that's, that's kind of where your, your modeling peaked and you went into acting at that point. So the, uh, 
exactly is a, a modeling boot camp? Like, what do they have you do? So, we really just went and trained for maybe three or four hours. Um, I think we went, like, every weekend or the week and just really trained on different techniques of the runway. When she taught, we did different moves and twists and turns and came up with routines. Um, the thing that kind of separates me from other boot camps uh, is kind of it's kind of everything all in one. So when you go into a modeling school, it's a modeling school, but it's like a one-day modeling school. Right. So when you go to modeling school, they want you to come back again. Okay, we're going to show you these two things today. We're going to show you these two things today. Okay, next time, you know, you only get a little by little. Yeah. So when I teach you, when I do my book camp, it's like, I'm giving you everything in one class. Right, that's that's what I was going to ask you, how, how you're... Um... You're, so you're you saying that you're you're a model coach? Is that that you pretty much have your own boot camp, or do you do like is it more one on one time? Is it classes? I do all of that actually. I have oh, okay. students that I do one on one. Sometimes I do like a pop up class where I do just runway. I work with a couple of different agencies where I teach their students or teach their models chef um, I have my own. I just had a, a five-hour model boot camp. You can see the video on my um, Instagram page where uh, we literally, for five hours, went over different things. Like, I literally go over everything. The beginning, what is a model? How do you get started? Where do you find work at? What the okay. do you work with? How do you get signed? All of that. And, all right, so I'm assuming that, that that's also all ages. If, if you're teaching, you're teaching them from... The beginning, uh, you, you all, I'm, I would assume that, I would imagine that you have... Uh, very young clients as well, like kids. Yes, I have taught children. I have taught teenagers and young women. I got a forty-year-old woman that I teach. Uh, yeah, I was just about to ask, what was the oldest person that, <laughs> that you taught? Yeah. Okay. So, are you still there? Yeah, I'm here. Oh, okay. okay. Sorry. Uh, um, okay, so then at that, all right, so now we're at the point where uh, you moved back to Georgia, right? And then this is where your acting took off? Yeah, so uh, once I moved back here, I actually have met a friend, which is Mike Mike Dan. I met him in Orlando, which is crazy, and he ended up moving here, and then a few years later, I moved here. And so he was having the Mike Dan show, which is a yes, comedy show. So oh, that's kind cool. of a, like In Living Color, Saturday Night Live. Oh, like, uh, wait, it, really? In Living Color. In in Living Color is Classic. amazing. Hell yeah, that's great. <laughs> yeah, so he has different characters that he does, and we all do our different changes. And cool. it's really fun. We actually toured around uh, Georgia and went to Florida. Um, doing different shows for a few years. And so it was kind of down for a minute, and we actually just started to mess up right before the quarantine. <laughs> oh, wow. What timing. Yeah, that's horrible. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, we had a show, and, the, and one of the uh, cast members, her job told her, if she does the show, then they don't have to find somebody else to cover her, too. 
Well, that's good. I mean, at least he's uh he's entertaining the people. Mm-hmm. Is is there any way is there any way that we could check this out? Like, is it on YouTube or anything like that? Um, probably the Mike Dan Show Live. Mike Dan uh, Show Live. Okay. Did you find it challenging to adjust to acting from modeling, or was it just like a no-brainer? Was it an easy transition, or? Yeah, for me, I've always been very, uh, let's see, I don't know, I'm an interesting character, so (laughs) I like to try new stuff and be different people and try to pull that out of me and take in the action. I took a few acting classes as well, so um, actually when I first moved here, I took acting class, so it was right up my alley. I was I was excited. It was fun. Um, it was cool to try to, try to be different people as well, you know, and still be yourself. So. Now, what was and your... Um, modeling, is, modeling is acting because sometimes you get something you gotta wear that you don't like. Right, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. So you, know, you, you know, gotta yeah. act like you like it. <laughs> yeah, so it all together. It together. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Got it. Alright. So, okay, so um, at this point, I see that you um you met Butterbee Rock and she reached out to you. How did how did that uh, relationship transpire? So my designer is uh, was a I guess um, styling her, and she was performing at this at a huge event here. It was called Wind Down Wednesday it's in the park, and everybody comes out and they have different performers come out, and so she was actually perform there. And then my designer was like, "Hey, I'm going to you know to the park." And then they just don't do it. So how was that experience for you? Did you get to do a lot of like networking while you were on that trip? speaking with her um she touched a little bit on um i cheated so what oh yeah she was and she yeah so i mean i know that you were part of that also so if you can you know i would like to have your insight on that because i remember we heard her as her side and like her um 
like her experience with it. Can you tell us about your experience in regards to that? Okay, so the crazy part is I was not even supposed to be a fellow. <laughs> oh, wow. Um, but she was telling me about the rehearsals that you were having and was like, hey, you know, I feel need some help with volunteers. So I actually went to go help out. And uh, the director, one of my other friends, actually from the Mike Ben show, was also a part of the cast for that. And she's like, yeah, you know, uh, Shake the App, too, right? And so um, the director was like, okay, I think I'm going to find something and, and give you a party here. And I was just like, oh, okay, cool. So, <laughs> so they, um, they wrote you in. I, say that again? They wrote you in. Yeah, I thought my point, well, there was already a bartender, but then oh, like, they okay. gave me a like, hey, can you be a bartender, right? So you think, hey, bartender is not really, you know, a huge role, but it's something. So. Mm-hmm. But I was in maybe four or I think I'm in like four different things, right? So I was pretty much the comic relief, part of the comic relief. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was so funny. Right. My small little role, I took it and like made it into all the different stuff. And I had people tell me, oh my God, you were so funny. You were so funny. You were so funny. And all we had like a couple of So I would like be behind the bar and the scene would start. And then I, there was a scene with people in Tokyo. So mm-hmm. I like stay behind the bar. A little bit while the thing was on, and then I just kind of rolled up out of the blue, out of the blue, and everybody just like fucked out laughing, like, "Oh my gosh, he's in this thing too." <laughs> yeah, it's funny actually. Um, uh, Anthony, he he did a he directed his own little film. Uh, it's called Social Reality, and it was funny because. I, I was in it. I'm, this is Danny speaking. I was in it for like two seconds, and everybody said that I stole the show. So that's that's funny you brought that up. <laughs> yeah, it's not what you do; it's how you do it. Exactly. Yeah, that's not true. Don't even listen to what you said. <laughs> yeah, Anthony was rolling his eyes at me when I was saying that. So I want to ask you about your. Um, I see. I see here that that you're a brand ambassador, and they're for for really big um companies. Is one of them Fashion Nova? <laughs> yes um but i wanted so i wanted to ask you how did, how did exactly did um how did that come into play i mean i see you have some some pretty good stuff here i mean you have dove clear samsung um it, was this all through um what exactly do you define as brand ambassador um and what exactly does that entail somebody that is uh, representing the company and, you know, for marketing purposes. So, uh, and it's, it is very simple and easy. You're pretty much just doing marketing. You're either hitting up free stuff or, you know, being the face of the company, you know, during an event. Um, I began doing brand ambassador work when I was 18. Uh, and it's crazy because a lot of people don't really know what brand ambassador work is. Yeah, that's why that's why I was hoping you could elaborate. Yeah, or don't know that it's out there. So it's, it's crazy. Y'all listen. Like, listen close. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, and it's so simple easy to make money. Okay. Um, I'm taking notes, so. Say that again? I said I'm taking notes, so. <laughs> <laughs> the listeners, not you. <laughs> no, go ahead. Okay. You can do it. Anybody can do it with So... I began um, in Florida. I was about 18. A friend of mine was working with Seagram's Gin. So in Florida, 
you can start serving at 18. I know there's places like 21 because you have to drink. Can you actually serve the actual liquor here in Georgia? You cannot serve any liquor in the store. So um, he's like, hey, we need some brand ambassadors, you know, to come and do this, uh, or a promo model, so they call it. And so I literally went to a store and handed out some samples of secret room skin in a liquor store. Uh-huh. Well, I worked with that company, uh, with her through that company for a few months. I made $25 an hour every time I wow. went. It was basically <laughs> two hours at a time here and there, sometimes two different places. So $100 real quick for all of um, I ended up getting, leaving that company and dealing with 1,800 coconuts. Um, 1,800, they came out with a coconut brand. We were in the store for most coconuts. Mm-hmm. So I was with them for a few months. So then I ended up, uh, once I moved to Georgia, I'm like, oh, I got to find a team to get on with. So I got on with another four, and I worked with them for a couple years or so. Um, and they did different events all the time for different like corporate events and things like that. So I ended up working with uh, Dora Mars and Reese's. Wow. Um, and then I, you can go through different marketing companies. It's really just simple. Go through brand ambassadors of whatever like state that you're in, like the uh, or city. There's a brand ambassador of Atlanta page, like on Facebook. I went oh, really? One year and add that page, and they post different marketing companies post jobs all the time, and it's really like. How do you know that those are like legit offers, though? These these are serious pages. Like this is these is real work. Yeah, no, no. The reason why I'm asking is because um, you were saying that there's there's like Facebook pages. Are they Facebook pages of the companies themselves, or is it like one of those groups? Like, how exactly does that work? It's a group, but the companies that go in, like you can go to the company's Oh, like the companies join the groups. It's not individual people. Right. Okay, I got right. you. Okay, okay. So you can actually go to that company's page and fill out a form and have them email you, you know, opportunities all the time, like, and it's to your schedule. So right. Okay. It's up to you to kind of check it out, but normally the there's so many people, there's like 20,000 people in the group. Like, right, yeah, yeah. Obviously, you know, but just... So now, is it is it like a is it like an application in the sense that like how how you would let's just say um, apply to Home Depot or something like that? You may do that, or just like create a profile, or either give them your email and they'll like start emailing you. Okay. Okay. I mean, that sounds pretty simple, honestly. I, I can't believe I've never heard of this before. I mean, you use an example like Home Depot. You are trying. I get emails not like so. Even if um, you go in that group, I always encourage people, uh, when you go into the group and you see a company, even if you go into like a brand ambassador of Atlanta page and you don't live in Atlanta, go to that marketing company and see what other places that they have jobs in because you can still go and sign up with them and start receiving information to be considered. Right. Got it. Okay. Yeah. So, um, yeah, Doug and Clear and... Everybody, I, I, we did a campaign for Dove. It was really cool. You know, they always do that positive girl power stuff. So mm-hmm. I, 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 I work with Lego. Uh, we did oh, Lego cool. Land, and, and it's so oh. simple and easy. Like anybody really can do this. Just smile and be nice to people. <laughs> I mean, it's a lot of stuff to build your resume with, so that's good. Yeah, you know, and you don't have to sell anything. Like that's the best part. Like, I don't have to. I'm not responsible for selling oh. anything. 
So um, I want to ask you a little bit about the syndicated radio show. How did you come into that? Can you tell us a little bit about the show, um, what it entailed, and like I said, how you came into doing something like that? And how many radio stations was it syndicated on? a unique experience though i mean you it seems to me you have a lot of varying different experiences oh yeah i, I like trying to do some everything and try everything i'll try everything once um, i'm kind of figuring a little bit too. now another thing i wanted to touch on is i wanted to hear about your experience with vh1 uh what was that daytime divas yeah daytime divas yeah exactly yep. yes uh daytime divas was cool um it wasn't a, a whole lot going on there, but when I the crazy thing was, <laughs> I end up they end up meeting some more people, and I referred a friend of mine, and they brought us both on, and I was supposed to have this elaborate part, and they end up switching me out for her. Oh <laughs> my god! <laughs> <laughs> That's so random that that would happen. Like, what's that? Like, they, uh, uh, we were all blessed and looking good and everything. Like, okay, wait a minute. She got a little bit too, I don't know. My outfit might have been a little bit too much. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that, that definitely sounds like a cool experience. Just, just in general, to work with VH1. And what was your favorite featured role out of all the shows that you were featured on? What was your favorite one, and why? Uh, definitely. Well, it wasn't a show; it was a commercial. So, um, the the ad campaign I did for Black Girl Shop. Got it. That's kind of like by far the one of the coolest things I've done. Uh, I had no idea that Queen My People was going to be there. Um, they were like, yeah, I was like, cool. everybody just started like scrambling. And I'm just like, what's going on? Why are y'all preparing this room? Like, who is coming over here? And they're like, putting my pizza. I was like, oh, oh shit. Yeah. So, <laughs> I wouldn't hide. Meant to be alongside her on set. She was really cool. And she was leaving from one set and coming to the next. So she was really tired. But she had such great energy and was very, very cool. Um, the director, 
was uh, super amazing. Um, he does like all the stuff for BP, and then the fact that the commercial airs like every freaking two seconds for months was amazing. Yeah, that I definitely would have been hyped off that. Yeah, yeah. I was like, oh, there it is again, guys. Hey, anytime, anytime you're ready, just keep <laughs> <laughs> You're like, yeah, I was there with Queen Latifah. <laughs> you see me with the queen? Do you see me? I'm a queen too. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, can you tell me a little bit about your role on the um, Defiant Ones on the magazine? Uh, tell me a little bit about the work you did with them. Oh, yeah, those. Oh, my God, amazing. Oh, so I'm, I'm actually just like, let me help out wherever I can. Mm-hmm. So, as far as like the fashion portion of it, being able to give my input there, um, that's pretty much the, the most part of giving my input as far as fashion and then um, helping with the layout from time to time and, you know, not a less type thing. Uh, not too much. I don't want to take too much time away from anybody else, but <laughs> I, I did dab a little bit in there. Yeah, we actually had them on uh, a few episodes ago. To well, we had Christian on. We didn't have yeah. We well, his brother on. was supposed to be that. Yeah, right? we didn't have to Corey though. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah Christian was amazing. We wish we would have had to Corey. Yeah, that, if we if we had their mind state when we were their age, oh God knows where we'd be. Oh know, my God, at that I, age, yeah. I know. I didn't know, right? Well, entrepreneur. Yeah, it's just very mature for his age. I mean, 16 years old, you're really not thinking about all the stuff that they're thinking about. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Yeah, definitely. When I was 16, I was definitely not thinking about anything like that. I mean, I wasn't even, believe it or not, I didn't even have that mindset when I, I was in my 20s. Thinking. <laughs> I wasn't even thinking, actually. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, Shay, I want to talk a little bit about um, the projects that you have coming up, uh, what exactly you are um, do, what exactly you're doing today. I know you can't just be a model coach. You have, Your resume is way too extensive for that. you got to be working every day. <laughs> um, so, I, I'm always, I'm constantly working on something. Um, but I have... Are you doing any any um? Are you doing any like digital um brand ambassadoring? No, no, no. I don't really miss the digital brand ambassador work. Um, <laughs> you mean like just like ad campaign? Say again. You mean like a, a ad campaign? Right. Uh, right now I work with. Ad campaign for Lot of Body. 
I've been on there for a while, though. And also with Soft and Beautiful, which is another horse for a mm-hmm. What What is that, the, the last one that you said? Soft and Beautiful. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's like uh, four arms and things like that. But they came out with some other uh, sideline that they, they use before. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's pretty awesome that you were a brand ambassador for 1,800, um, 1800 tequila. That's awesome. Yeah. That is right. awesome. You know my favorite drink. Don't tell anybody. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I, think, I think you just did, though. <laughs> you breached your contract over there. <laughs> <laughs> Have you tried that coconut bar? Have you tried it? No. Is no. it good? Oh, my gosh. It is so good. You put the bottle in the freezer and let it get really cold. And uh, if you need, like, a caper with it, you can make some pineapple juice with it. It will like mm. blow your mouth. Yeah, that, oh, sounds, right. that, sounds, that sounds that sounds good right now. We, yeah. should, we should go get some. Yeah. actually. Wow. I mean, yeah. If the liquor stores are open. Even with Miller and Coors Light, right? Also, yeah. that's awesome. Wow. You you you're, you're big time, Shay. Big time. Damn. You all you also seen on uh. Also seen on BET. That is amazing. Thank you. Thank you. That was the um, Black Girls Rock campaign that they played uh, every two seconds. So I really, I really enjoyed that. I really, really did. Yeah, what was your experience with BET? Yeah. Yeah. What was, yeah, what was your experience with that? So uh, that was with the one with Queen Latifah. Oh, okay, okay. okay. So that was sponsored by BET. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, I would, I would love to do that over again. <laughs> right, opposed to the VH1 campaign. <laughs> I said opposed to the VH1, the the work you did with VH1. If I'm not mistaken, is that the one where you said you brought your friend on and she kind of like they replaced you with her or something yeah. like that? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I couldn't believe that. I was like, really? I should never have invited you. <laughs> <laughs> is, that, is that wrong? <laughs> no. no. I don't mind anybody else. I like it for everybody to, you know, what's for me is for me. So I really don't mind something other people out. I don't feel like she took my spot or anything like that. It was a little, I was softy at the moment. <laughs> but yeah. I got over it and, you know, we feel cool. <laughs> That's good. Okay. Um, Shay, do you have any questions for us? Any, like, questions of curiosity that you, you know, that crossed your mind during this uh, interview? Um, No, actually. Snowboarding, you mean? No. Yeah, yeah, snowboarding. Oh, snowboarding. Oh, yes. Um, oh, yeah. Actually, um, I went snowboarding for the first time like two years ago. Yeah, have you ever been? You ever been skiing? So, I, uh, let's just start out too. I do, <laughs> I do sales for a uh, wholesale brand, a women's wholesale company. Uh-huh. And so, I go and do the apparel shows in Vegas twice a year. And so, this past February, when I went, I actually, I didn't have anybody to go with me, so I rented a car and went by myself and went skiing. Wow. Oh, so you went skiing by yourself? Yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, time, Balls is... So, basically, uh, 
snowboarding is nothing like skiing. It actually it sucks because what happens? Have you ever skateboarded in your life? No. Okay. I mean, the lean on the front and post it backwards to put snowboarding. So basically, just picture um, your picture your skateboarding. But I know you never skateboarded before. But picture that you're skateboarding on just pure ice because when you're on the snow, it doesn't matter how soft it is, the nice. board just glides and you go you pick up speed so quickly. Once you fall, it just it absolutely sucks because you have no control of how you fall. So I don't. If you remember when you're skiing, you get detached from the skis. You can use the poles to kind of brace your fall or even catch yourself. When you're snowboarding, you don't have anything. You have complete loss of balance. And I snowboarded for about um, I want to say like two hours or so. And when I tell you that with all the clothes that I had on, it still did not save me from all the bruises and the bumps and the abrasions that I got. I mean, it was I had to switch the skis. Wow. Yeah. yeah, I've heard that it's, it's a lot worse, but... It's harder to learn, but... Yeah, it's harder to learn, but once you get it, it's a lot... It's it's way more fun when it comes to, um like, going down the bigger hills. I noticed that, like, the smaller hills, like, the intermediate level ones, they're not as fun on the snowboard. On the snowboard, you actually... You gotta go on the... They're, um... They're called black, uh, black scale hills, I think. They're ve those are like the advanced ones. Yeah, I felt like that with the skis too. I actually took the big mountain on the ski on the first day too, so mm -hmm. I failed. I mean, uh, Shay, don't let it fool you. Danny's like six seven, so he's top heavy. So this is why this happens to him all the time when he skis. Well, no, I'm not. I'm not top heavy, <laughs> but. I, I'm like six four, so I already have a really bad center of balance. <laughs> so when, I, but I used to skateboard, so I figured I, I, I figured I thought I would be able to get like on, on a snowboard, and I was wrong. I was and that, that's wrong. where that's when he learned he was top heavy when he started to skateboard. <laughs> All right. Anyway, uh, so um, before we wrap up here, uh, I know you said you didn't have any questions for us, but uh, we actually, I actually have a final question for you. Uh, we ask this to all of our guests. What does uh, I, the show the 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 name of our podcast is "Life's Not a Box of Chocolates," right? I don't know if you're familiar with the Forrest Gump uh, quote: "Life life is a box of chocolates. You never know what you're gonna get." Right. Okay. So now, life's not a box of chocolates. What does that mean uh, to you, if anything at all? No pressure. I mean, we've had we've had guests say that they honestly don't know, so it's fine. <laughs> oh, listen, to me, it means like what's what's not the glamorous part of you know being glamorous. <laughs> um, for me, well, it's not even I don't even think that it's not glamorous part. It's everything that you achieve. Success takes like hard work behind the scenes. So that hard work part is not necessarily always about the process. It's not necessarily the funnest thing. And it gets tiresome sometimes. And you want to quit and you want to give up sometimes. But you don't and you just keep going. And that is not about the chocolate. That was actually a really good response. Yeah, honestly, I'm going to give you a yeah. round of applause for that. That, yeah, that, that was a different response. Not everybody had a good response. Yeah, that, that was, was one of the one. best responses. Wow, that is a distinctive response. We are impressed. 
Thank you. Thank you. I'm impressed. Oh, no, let her talk so she can speak. So, um, we're going to uh, go around the table and um, have uh, everybody plug their socials again. So, if you would like to kick that off, go ahead. And then once everything is plugged, please just stick around for like another minute. We have a little sign-off that we like to do. Yeah, we have an outro that you got to be a part of. Okay, I'm excited. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Everybody, you can follow me on Instagram at Grunway And that's everywhere. Oh, yeah, sorry. Hey, everybody, <laughs> you can follow me on all the projects, anything uh, coming up after after we're done with the Rona? Yep, you heard it here first, people. Awesome. Excellent. <laughs> I'm going to kick it off for us. Uh, you can, uh, Sorry, so Instagram is Danny Ames. You can follow the podcast at Box Chalk Pod. Box Chalk Pod everywhere. That's at B-O-X-C-H-O-C-P-O-D, a.k.a. Peculiar P. Signing off is the God King, Larry Tate, a.k.a. Yes, Larry Tate, um, Voice of Gods, Instagram. And you can follow me at Anthony M. Vega on Instagram. Danny, take us through the outro. Okay, so now we're going to need your participation, class participation for this, Shay. Uh, you're going to have to do me a favor. You're going to have to do me a favor. So I'm going to need you to extend your left hand uh, and form it into a 90-degree angle to where your uh, palm is about a foot away from the center of your chest, palm facing down. Okay. Okay. Uh, then you're going to take your right hand and place it over your left hand okay. on the back side. Okay, now... On the count of three, you're going to lightly tap yeah. on the back of it. This is what we call the golf clap. This is what we do to sign off, okay? Or the Dumbledore oh, clap. Yeah, oh, I saw that on the video. Got you. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 That's right. Yeah. Yep. All right. <laughs> All right. On the, uh, on the count of three, three, two, one. That's a wrap on Shay Davis. That Thank is you a very wrap. Much. Thank you so much, Shay. It was a pleasure having you. Excellent, excellent. All right, okay. Shay. Have a good night. We'll, we'll keep in touch. All right. All right. Bye.